gosh. Wait, wait, is it on three? Wait. <laughs> wait, is it one, two, three, clap, or is it one, two? Hi, everyone. This is Clarissa. Welcome to Almost All A's podcast, a podcast for Asian Americans and non-Asian Americans. And we are just here to have a conversation. We are currently recording this on December 10th. And so we're preparing for the new year, preparing for Christmas, and we just wanted to have a conversation and talk about it, check in on one another, and see how our holiday plans are going. So welcome. Again, this is Clarissa. This is Edwin. And this is Nathan. We never do that intro right. Yeah, that's fine. We never do, but it's okay. And welcome to Almost All A's podcast. So I guess to start the conversation off, how are you guys? What are your plans for the Christmas season? I know with this new lockdown in place, um, how's it going for you guys? It's going. Uh, in terms of uh, this Christmas season, I'm sure it's going to look different for everybody. Um, obviously, with COVID, uh, I I would assume a lot of travel plans are canceled. Um, but yeah, for for myself, I don't. I'm not doing anything special, at least, or like at least not traveling. Uh, but even yeah we'll probably keep gatherings close to as minimal as possible because i mean in california at least covid is uh there's a lot of cases and there are many deaths so Mm -hmm. uh i I wouldn't want to contribute to that but sometimes like you just don't know how you catch it or like you know yeah it's just better to be safe than sorry at least uh for this holiday season um but i'm excited for the winter break it's getting really cold um but i don't have too many plans really just staying at home trying to spend more time with family yeah i mean i'm sure we've all had excess time more time than we've ever expected Mm -hmm. when uh this started in march but uh it's pretty interesting yeah what about you nate Mm, same as well i mean i feel like my family extended family at least is very like i wouldn't say nonchalant about covid but it's kind of like oh it's not a big deal. We're Chinese and we drink healthy soup. We're going to live kind of mentality. It's not like they're actively like, you know, doing anything like licking the, licking the ground or anything. But, you know, they're, they're kind of like, oh, if we get it, we get it. But we're going to drink some turtle shell soup and we're live kind of thing. So Long life. Extended family is meeting for Christmas. Like nothing's wrong. All right, all right. And that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I have a. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I follow it, but that's how they feel. I I have a question on that. Is is all of your family on the same page about COVID, or are there some relatives that are like, oh, I don't know if I feel comfortable, but because the whole family is doing it, I'll I'll, I'll join anyways. Um, I think everyone's kind of like, oh, it's kind of an issue, but eh, and then I'm sure. There's one or two unnamed, you know, aunts and uncles who are like conspiracy theorists, like mm. uh, it's just a government trap. Oh. Kind of and then everyone else just kind of nods when they talk, kind of thing. Uh. But for the most part, none of us are like super locked down or super sheltered. And I think we're like precautioned and safe and stuff like that. But I don't know if I'm pretty sure my grandma might still be going out playing mahjong every day in Chinatown. Wait for oh, real? Wow. Or, <laughs> Dang! I don't think anyone's gonna stop her. I don't think super who, grandma. Who's tell her? Ugh, tell yeah, her, you, you know, you'll get shunned, kind of thing. Yeah. So, 
Dang. Yeah, it's it is a weird time to do Christmas, but for my family at least, nothing is too different. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I I think it's a little bit more controversial than when we last talked about COVID because <laughs> I'm actually traveling for the holidays. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh wait! Uh huh. Um, I'm going to <laughs> wait. Pause. Weren't, weren't you the one that needed gloves and okay. a mask when you saw Nate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was me. Um, that, which before, is a good precaution. Before I I got a a taste of a little bit of freedom. This is a big leap for you. <laughs> and like a taste of COVID. I I know this is this is very different for me, but. We're still being safe, but we're we're going to we're going to Joshua Tree, mm. which is, and we're going pre like Christmas season, so it's before everyone kind of travels during the holiday. So we decided that we're still gonna go because for those reasons, but we aren't gonna go. So like we're gonna bring our own food. We're staying at an Airbnb, still being as safe as possible. But we just wanted to. We just still we just didn't want to cancel all of our plans. I feel like a lot of my plans canceled. I was gonna go on trip with um, some of my friends from from college, but that didn't end up working out. And my birthday is also coming up, and that those plans also got canceled. So just one thing that we didn't want to cancel, and so that's my justification for it. But I know, wow. I know, I will be careful. I will make I would sure have to get never tested guessed. when I get back. I will quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> I will wear a mask even in the car, guys. I, I promise. Like, wow, I'll, I'll be careful. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed with the dedication. I don't know if that last one is needed. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for not getting mad at me. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I could. I don't know. I just feel like that's a. It's a very personal decision for everybody. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and today I even realized that it's like a very sensitive topic too because I was just like chatting about it with coworkers and didn't realize like you know some people don't if someone's like getting tested for COVID not they don't want to like mention it to their upper management um, they don't want them to think like oh you're not well Ooh. you're not fit to do the job so I thought that was really interesting just how some people everyone differs in how comfortable they are even talking about COVID yeah. Well, I feel like it's like health related. So yeah. anytime it's like goes into health history, mm-hmm. it's kind of sensitive. Yeah. Right. Are you guys spending, so so you said, uh, right. you mentioned you're not going to go, you're going to go before the rush. So you'll be back when like Christmas actually happens. Yeah, I'll be back by Christmas. Um, honestly, I don't, or my mom, at least on her side of the family, when we gather together, we need gifts based on gifts per household. Like, we'll just shop collectively for a household and give them a big gift oh, for their household. That's cute. Kind of thing. Wow. I don't know. If so it's like, it's like a, it's like a housewarming I've never gift. I've heard but that for way Christmas. before. Yes. It's a Christmas warming <laughs> gift for your family. Um, I'm also a little weird about it because I don't necessarily give gifts during Christmas, but for my friends, I think I just give out gifts whenever mm. I see something kind of thing. Mm. So it's kind of like, oh, I didn't find anything and it's Christmas time and <laughs> oops, you know, kind of thing. Or it'll be like, oh, I just so happened to find something and it's also in December. So I guess you can call it a Christmas gift. <sighs> anyways. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. 
So yeah, gifts are kind of weird in this household. I feel like it's a mix of like when you say you're Christian and it's like, oh, like you don't believe in like the like the consumerist side of Christmas and you're like, oh, it's about Jesus's birthday. Mm. Why are we giving gifts to everyone else kind of thing is how I feel like I was grown up and told. But then also at the same time, I was like, oh, gifts are nice and it's gift time kind of thing. So it's like a weird mix of kind of giving gifts and kind of not giving gifts. Sorry, long-winded explanation to say yes. So so it's, so in that sense, since you guys follow the more like Christian tradition of Christmas, do you do Advent and things like that leading up to Christmas? Uh, no, we're also Chinese. So <laughs> okay. we're just like, what yeah, is yeah. that? <laughs> like, well, I got to <laughs> eat little candies off of a calendar, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And we just... We celebrate Chinese New Year too, and that's kind of a weird thing because it's not on New Year's in the American regular human being calendar. The regular human being calendar. Chinese New Year's is coming up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I just eat the food and open the envelopes. It's all the same thing. <laughs> There's just a lot, a lot of food this season. Oh yeah, I mean, especially being in quarantine, I'm pretty sure we've all gotten either. I mean, everyone's either gotten fatter or just more fit. You know, which one are you? Ooh, <laughs> trick question. Wait, what's the answer? I'm curious. Wow, asking me. On, on, <laughs> I'm curious. I've actually stayed the same, so I guess I lied. It's there's oh. no two choices. I I've stayed the same. Mm, I feel like I have eaten good. more, but I've also Constant. worked out more. Yeah, I mean, do I look do I look fatter? Mm, not your face not really, at least yeah. which is what mm, we're seeing right I can't now see your full body counts, so. you know. we haven't seen your full body so <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't worry about it then anyways okay what you guys get any cool gifts for your family yet i feel like um, you're a gift giving person i'm so bad at gifts Ooh, not true i haven't gotten a gift from her yet yeah i'm not a gift person like out of the five love languages gifts is probably my second to lowest um it's hardest giving gifts to like my family um we just started giving gifts more recently ever since like i was in college um but we've we've always been like we have the christmas tree we put up christmas decorations christmas lights outside of the house um kind of traditional even like thanksgiving you can tell that we're kind of like we like the tradition stuff um but this year, so what surprised me was that my dad asked me if I wanted what I wanted for Christmas. And that's the first time he's ever asked Whoa. me that in my almost 24 years of life. <laughs> so that was really like shocking. And I don't know what came over him. Maybe he realized all of a sudden, like, I've never given you know my daughter a gift. Um, and you would think that I would know exactly what I would want because... Finally, my dad is asking me for a gift or what I want for a gift, but I have no idea what to ask. Like, I don't know how much he's willing to spend. I don't know. I don't know what's worth it. I'm like, I feel like I need to ask for something that would be worth the ask. Um, so Christmas is always a fun time for me. I enjoy um, waking up early in my pajamas, <laughs> listening to all the Christmas music and tasting peppermint chocolate bark candies it's a it's very it's very special to you're me. a very festive person i can tell i am i am a very 
festive person. <laughs> I was considering wearing a Christmas sweater to this uh, recording. So um, that's just how festive I am. But you didn't, so I'm now disappointed. I didn't because I knew you guys wouldn't. <laughs> and we were just going to make fun of you. Edwin would definitely call me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, so he's sorry. laughing right now. <laughs> Have we told mm. the shoe story? I don't remember. We talked about Christmas story. Oh, I don't know. Story? This is the time. <laughs> All right. <and laughs> next time. Next time. Story. Sorry. That's not a festive story. Next time. Anyways, I feel like we talk about that story a lot, but we haven't actually like talked about it. But we'll save that We're for hyping this up. May- maybe New Year's. New Year's. That's a good New Year's story because it's like a transition of shoes. <laughs> anyway. I guess so. Wait, it is kind of festive. It's just like you're the Scrooge, Edwin, and whoa, Clarissa, whoa. Poor little child. Oh, that is a great comparison. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You I am should, also oh, Clarissa. A you best... should get him shiny so shoes. So why, Edwin? No, I, no. Why, Edwin? Do you hate Christmas? No, I. Yeah, I why do you hate no, Christmas? Whoa, whoa, I don't do you hate shiny shoes. Worn by no, 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 no. All right, let's bring it back. Okay, so first off, uh, <laughs> okay. I I am also a festive person. I enjoyed the Christmas holiday season, <laughs> and uh, as a family, uh, we used to do gifts when we were little kids, I think up until like eighth grade, and then I think once high school started, uh, we just started getting older, and it just died out. I, I, don't have any, I don't have any other explanation. Like, it just felt like we kind of grew out of that, and like, like it, we would try to do some gift exchanges like with like some other families and like within like it just never it never really it didn't feel like it was accomplishing anything besides just like a transactional one-to-one trade-off so yeah we don't we don't really do gifts like it's funny because like my mom always jokes around saying like every i think like one time like she like paid my tuition and then she was like merry christmas it was like june and i was like hmm thanks Thanks, mom. Thanks. I appreciate it. So awkward. (laughs) She just like makes all these like jokes, but they're not jokes. She's like, this is going to be your Christmas gift. And I'm like, "Mm, thanks, mom. Thanks. (laughs) Which I'm very thankful for. Don't get me wrong. I am super, super, super thankful for. But actually, we still use the same tree as a kid. So like this tree has been here for probably like 20. Wow. How old am I? I'm 24. So, so this tree's probably like 22 years old. Yeah, and and it's a uh, obviously if we've had it for that long, it's like mm. not a not a real tree, right? So, um, I was actually looking around online this Christmas season, and I was thinking, oh, like like what what is better, like uh, if I were to buy a real tree or a synthetic one, right? And like in my head, I'm thinking mm. a synthetic one, obviously, like. You don't have to buy multiple trees for multiple years. You could save it and use it and like, you know, save the environment because I don't know how long this earth is going to last. Let's be realistic. So I was curious to ask you guys, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you, would you buy a tree or would you buy a real tree or would you go with uh, like a synthetic one? I'm just curious. Do you guys even set up a tree? I personally will. Oh, I think I would, I would dream of the, you know, the photos of like cutting down a tree with your friends or your future family. But realistically, though, realistically speaking, I just I, I, I also 
that dream of like cutting down a tree with your future family and then putting it on top of your car and strapping it on your car to bring it home. That just sounds like the most tedious process. And then it dies and you just have to throw it out and you're like all that work. Also, how how does the tree stand in your living room? Like, does it have a tree stand? I don't care. That's, that's there's, beside. There's a, wait, there's a base. Oh, you have to okay. buy a base. You guys have to cut your own huh. tree down. Or right, I'm assuming she's going to go buy it at a tree farm. Yeah. Right? That was my guess. <laughs> Aren't they pre-cut on stands? Oh. You see, I, I've never been. <laughs> I don't know. I, I own a fake tree too, so I wouldn't know. Are, they don't just grow Okay, so ground, we all own fake trees. <laughs> Okay, okay. So I, I did some research before. Right. Yeah, okay. I, wanted to ask, I was curious. Let's I was ask curious. A tree expert. Okay, I, I am in no way a tree expert. I just did a lot of reading <laughs> and Googling. But okay, so in my head, actually, it's because, okay, I talked to Emily about this and we're talking about, oh, she's a big advocate for real trees because she mm. likes the real like pine scent. Mm. And like, that's valid, right? It's like real. Yeah. It actually smells like you get the pine in your house and like it's like festive and, you know, it's a real tree. It's different. Um, so I was like, okay, in my head, like, I'm thinking, well, they're just cutting all these trees. Like, isn't that, like, bad for the environment? And, like, it's just, like, a bunch of deforestation in, in theory. But actually, uh, I was totally wrong. And uh, they treat these trees like it's crop. They're crops. So, like, you know how, like, a farmer will farm potatoes, right? Like, yeah. A tree farmer will literally just farm these trees. Mm -hmm. So like they'll prepare each year for amount to be cut and then they just replant them. So mm. it's like it's like any other crop you would buy, I guess, in theory. And like there's there there's apparently more benefits because like then all these trees are waiting to be cut and then it'll like uh take in carbon um in the life cycle of the tree. And um, but of course, like the cons of like buying a real tree is like you have to buy the base. Um, it's like real. So there might be like pesticides attached to the tree while they're growing it. And, you know, there might be bugs uh, or like I remember like a couple years back, I saw a video of this real tree. Someone had bought a real tree and there was a bat in the tree. So then when they put up the tree, the bat, bat? flew out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bat flew oh, out of the sounds like the beginning of COVID. And, like it was oh bad timing i don't know i don't know <laughs> it's too soon but anyways um but yeah anyways it, it has made me want to get a real tree um hmm. but yeah but anyways so i was very wrong i thought it was like i thought cutting ground trees was bad but i don't know <laughs> apparently it, it's better and you support your local farmers um, mm -hmm. It's like better to it's better for like local businesses and communities because a lot of these farmers just grow these trees for the season and like that's what they do. It's like it's like a, if a farmer just grows potatoes, right? They just wait for that season of the crop and that's it. Mm. <laughs> or they grow like yeah. a couple other things, but yeah, I don't know. A lot to think about, right? Did, did you just where did you think <laughs> they cut the trees down originally? Like in a forest? Well. Yes, because I think a lot of movies had portrayed that, but I've also seen like farms. <laughs> um, and like, so I knew that it came from somewhere, but I wasn't sold on the fact that cutting down the tree was still good. Like, I think it was very hard for me to justify that. Like, all this time in raising a tree, it's just like, it just didn't, I just didn't feel like it could be justified. Mm. And that's so, in, in my mind, I was like, okay, buying a synthetic tree is makes way more sense. Mm. Yeah. Wow. 
Thank you for that detailed report on <laughs> why we shouldn't use trees for Christmas anymore. <laughs> no, you should. I'm not saying. <laughs> you know, I feel so guilty. <laughs> no, I just think you should be aware of your choices when you do make the decision. Mm. But if I'm going to be completely honest, the reason why I feel like my family in general has had a fake tree for so long isn't because of the sustainability aspect, but because it just saved money. Yeah. It's just uh, yeah. Cheaper. Obviously. Yeah. It's cheaper. <laughs> buy yeah. um, a fake tree and use it for years than buy a new one every year. So, but I, that, you, you started to get me thinking. So, there might there may be some pros to to getting a real tree. That that reminds me of uh something my friends and I tried to do a few years back where um after Christmas we collected Christmas trees and then burned them at the beach, which is not a great idea, but that's almost a tradition. <laughs> Wait, where would you get these trees from? Um just off the street when people dump them. <laughs> I, okay I, this is like the first <laughs> few years of college before i transferred i think my friends and i just wanted to do it for the one time we have one friend in our group who likes setting things on fire for some mm. reason and we thought okay it would, it would be cool <laughs> to go burn a christmas tree because we hear they're really flammable terrible terrible idea when you say it out loud mm. yes um, so yeah we we drove around <laughs> in my two-seater car and we decided we'd just drive around the neighborhood of SF and like just look for people dumping trees. This is like a week after Christmas. So like people are like leaving them out for like mm-hmm. recycling and stuff for a truck to pick them up. And then we just picked up a tree and um, we couldn't figure out a way to hold it because we have a two seater. So what we did was we we opened the sunroof of the car and then we put it on top and we had someone just stick their hand out and just hold it oh as I'm driving. <laughs> So to we, the beach. You guys were to the wild. Beach. And like four hands holding a, a tree. Yeah, all the way down to the beach. It's just four people kind of like in the middle holding this tree. You didn't get driving. pulled over? No, we made it all the way to the beach. That's and pretty impressive. At the beach, there were like other people Doing the same trees. thing? It was so weird. So so it is yeah, safer it was, it, to just, do it outside on a bonfire type pit, I think. Yeah. It is terrible for the environment, if you're wondering. But Wait, why is it, it terrible? A, it why is thing. it terrible? Is it bad? Because when you burn it, it's... um. The stuff that comes out of the smoke is bad for you. Oh, the and there's probably chemicals, residual chemicals from the tree, like pesticides. Yeah, well, that's what helps it catch on fire too. Oh. But generally, it's kind of like starting those kind of fires aren't that great. And there's like there were so many trees on Ocean Beach, like in the dark, like being set on fire. It was kind of creepy, but it was just kind of a so weird experience. Crazy. And I think we talk about doing it every year, kind of as a joke. We haven't done it since, but especially with like the fires in California uh, yeah, lately. Not a great idea either. <laughs> that was pre-fires, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm realizing more and more after these podcast episodes that Nate was really yeah. wild. Nate, Nate, you might think Nate is super mellow and chill, but he's wild. I think he's the wildest of the three of us. Uh, I mean, there's not that much competition. You guys are such great kids. Oh. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. We, we we have a secret member here on the side. Here she's pretty wild too. <laughs> no, not even a head we nod. Will, we will okay. we will let them in to this secret member soon enough. I believe. Yeah. She's a rapper. That's a hint. 
but only for old history, old American history books, you know. <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's a hint. But anyways, going back to um, just like Christmas and New Year's, um, a question that we wanted to just discuss was about gifts. Do you guys have a gift that was like the worst gift you've ever received? Hmm. I do. And it was a gift that I chose. Oh, what was it? I, I self-sabotaged myself as a kid. Um, I don't know how this came to be, but I was, I think I was like 10, maybe around that age. And we were like at the mall. And I think I saw this, this like, this watch, but it wasn't a regular watch. It was like this metal, like ladybug about yay big. Um, I don't know, a couple of inches and like you could open it up and it's like jeweled on the outside and you can open it up and inside is a watch. It's like one of those fancy display watches that you can't really wear, but you leave on like a bed frame or something or on a desk and it would look cute. And I don't know who I was with, one of my family members. I told them I wanted it for Christmas. I don't know why. I didn't wear a watch at the time. I didn't care about jewelry. I didn't care about anything, but I wanted it for some reason. So I told them I want it for Christmas. So a few weeks later, when we're opening Christmas gifts, it is in the packages. <laughs> and I remember being so excited as a kid to get it. And literally the next day, I was like, why do I have this stupid thing with me? And why did I want it? I was very, I was very appreciative that they got it for me. I'm like, wow. The wow. next so day. So kind of my family. But also, I just remember like looking at it like as a kid, just having this very grown up thought of like, I'm so stupid. Like, why do I own this? Do you still have it? I can't even wear Please it. Please tell like, me you still I... have it. I don't know where it is because it was so dumb. Oh. And I was like, I'm never going to use this again. I don't I don't need this. I, could, I couldn't honestly tell you where it went. Dang. But I feel like I just aged like 10 years that time. And I learned about disappointment in yourself <laughs> and having realistic expectation goals as a kid. And I was like, why did I, why did I make this decision? <laughs> and I guess maybe from there, I've matured. And they haven't grown since. I don't know. But I think that was, in my mind, the worst gift I've gotten. And it just so happens it's the one I chose myself. <laughs> That's, my That's pretty story. good. That's pretty good. That's a good story. <laughs> it, it's it's good in hindsight. Yeah. Pretty disappointing as a kid. Should ask for money. <laughs> Great. How thoughtful. <laughs> so so it, it, this is a half story. So um, it was also self-inflicted, unfortunately. Like yours, Nate. <laughs> So, you too. So we have nice. so way back when we were little kids, we would have these um, gift exchanges, and you would bring a gift in, and then uh, they would spin us around like like ten times, and then they would guide our hand to touch a gift, like to a section to like a box with all the gifts, and then whatever our hand touched first, we would grab mm. the gift, bring it back, and then we would like wait till everybody gets their gift, and then open it all at once together. Um, so I, so I remember I grabbed this gift. Uh, I, I was sitting, I, I was pretty early in line to like get my gift. So like I had to wait a good amount of time for everybody else to grab their gift. Um, I don't know if this was the worst gift I've ever gotten, but I guess like the real star of the story is like my friend's gift. So I opened my gift. Everybody's opening it. Everybody's really excited. And I look at it and it's, it's, it's just a clock. It's like a, it's like a little clock. And then there's like a flashlight on the bottom. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, an alarm it's like clock? an alarm clock, but it's like, oh, um, yeah, it's like, it's just, I was just like, oh, great. Like, I didn't know what to do with it, um, but I was like, okay. 
Was was it ladybug shaped? <laughs> no, it was like a silver Did like it tube. Jewels on it, it was just like a silver <laughs> tube that would sit oh, on your okay. desk, and then the bottom of the on the bottom it was like a flashlight. So it was like a clock slash flashlight. But I turned to my friend, and we still laugh at this till this day. I I turned to him, and uh, he's like shaking his gift, and he starts slowly unwrapping the paper. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope he gets something really good. And then, because I think he brought a great gift to the gift exchange. Um, so, I don't know. I would hope that he would get something nice uh, because he uh, brought something nice. Um, but it, after after him unwrapping the gift, he got a pack of crackers. These little, I think he bought some like cream <laughs> Got a, a pack of cream crackers and i laughed so hard i just remember laughing at him and, and he was just like so like in shock and to this day like i know i remember the packaging of the crackers that's so sad he was just like what do i do with this i'm not gonna eat them and i was like i don't know but i feel so bad for you and then i looked at my clock and i felt a lot better that night i went home and i was like i'm very thankful for my gift <laughs> but yeah mm. i just remember wow, looking at in this gift just in shock and like i was like wow someone would actually put a pack of crackers in <laughs> yeah that's messed up it could have been like a gag gift you know like some people do yeah that. but it wasn't that type some it wasn't people. that type of gift to change you know it was like it was that type to like bring something that oh. like you thought was nice and like usually in your head, like okay, I guess this person, I don't know, maybe they they that was the best they had, and I'm not knocking on that, but mm. I don't know, mm. it, it was just I don't know, it's just really funny at the end of the day because that's not what we <laughs> expected. Wait, how long ago was this? This was in like I want to say like sixth grade, seventh grade. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, like at that age, you kind of know like mm. what's a good gift and what's like a bad gift. Or not that it was a bad gift, but maybe a less desirable gift. Mm. Dude, maybe that guy just really likes those cookies. Those are like his favorite cookies and he thought someone else would appreciate them. He wanted to share yeah, them. That's, that's just a little boy <laughs> who wanted to share his happy cream cookies. <laughs> maybe. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, that's my quote unquote worst gift. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about you, Clarissa? Yeah, you guys have both have good stories. I feel like mine isn't as like, oh my gosh, this is shockingly so like disappointing. But when I was younger, I really loved stationery. So I would put on all of my wish lists like I want stationery. And what I was imagining as stationery is like the cute like Sanrio, Hello Kitty, uh, cute little pencils and mm. pens that come in all kinds of colors and they're the type of stationery that you use to write your friends cards and um when you give gifts but what I received from I believe it was my aunt who gave me this after I just told her that I wanted stationery was a pack of Ticonderoga pencils <laughs> and Ticonderoga I learned after talking to my friend Jesse Wang in college is a really great brand of uh, a pencil. It is. But it is. Back, it's a yellow it kind, is. right? It is. Yeah, it's like the classic pencil. Oh, that's pronounced Ticonderia? Derica? I don't up. know if I'm pronouncing it right. I have a like reputation for pronouncing things wrong. 
I always pronounce it like the chocolates. But like, how did you pronounce it? I don't remember the name, but you know those tr- the tr- the chocolate sa- shaped like a triangle. It comes in like a a yellow Toblerone. Toblerone. <laughs> That's how I pronounce it. It's tricondaria. You pronounce tricond. like Toblerone pencils. <laughs> <laughs> They're different. I, I sound stupid saying it out loud, but I've never read it, and I was just like, it's just Toblerones. Toblerones. I'm so confused. They're both yellow. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I was I just I was dyslexic and ADHD. I don't know. Both great though. Both. Well, great. I I I um. Please correct me if I if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but. Yeah, Ticonderoga pencils was what I unwrapped. Mm. And I was really disappointed because <laughs> those weren't cute. <laughs> those were those were the ones that everyone had. So I was pretty disappointed by by that mm. gift. Did you tell your aunt? Be like, yo, I'm too young to take the SAT. Take these back. <laughs> no, you see, the thing is, I don't know if you guys learned this like in your households, but I learned that if someone gives you something, you are always like very you have to always express gratitude mm. um and and be very grateful and, and especially if they're coming from someone outside of your immediate family mm-hmm. um so i of course had to be like thank you so much this is exactly what i was looking for <laughs> like with the big on smile the on my face it's the meme with a with a smiley <laughs> face with a mask but then this he's is crying cute. behind it yeah <laughs> oh he's like crying yeah, yeah. that was mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. all of us <laughs> yeah but Mm. anyways well i i really love just i feel like this episode was just a ton of childhood stories stories about christmas um before we wrap up i want to ask you i didn't i didn't ask you guys before this but since we are entering the new year what is one thing that you're believing for for the new year believing like hoping Mm mm-hmm 2021 is coming up and I feel like a lot of people are either really hopeful or hopeless about it. Where do you guys stand and what what are you what are you hoping for for the next year? Uh to be brutally honest, I'm hoping that the vaccine works and that it can control COVID and that mm. that we can get yeah. passes cuz I I just want this to be over. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that is my one hope. Hmm. Not hoping to get married okay. next year, Edwin. Okay. Uh, that is also a hope. We'll see what happens with COVID. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Um, I am hopeful for some kind of work. Mm. Yeah, still jobless at this point in the podcast, but it's kind of like this year was definitely a lot faster. I think a year ago, I was like, oh, hopefully I'll be working around in like a month or two. And now a year passed and I'm like, oh, okay then. And, you know, it's like COVID mm-hmm. and it's like, it's hard. Always on the lookout, to, you know, start working and it's always a juggle between something I studied or something I like. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, I think I'm, I'm believing for similar, like practically similar to Edwin mm-hmm. for the vaccine just for things to recover, um, to see how the economy bounces back and and whatever normal is going to look like in the future. I think on a personal level, I'm hoping that I will be able to find more beauty in things. I think with um, staying at home for extended long lengths of time, the cabin fever definitely gets to me. 
and it's hard harder and harder to see like the beauty in in life and in the everyday moments so i definitely want to just be more grateful for things and um learn to see the beauty in them so that's for me very sweet of you (laughs) i'm personally very hopeful for 2021 though um yeah i think I think I learned a lot in 2020 and I'm honestly grateful that it happened. Like, I think even though COVID is rough I, and it's it's coming out of like privilege for me to be able to thankful for the season, I've learned a lot about myself and yeah, it's definitely forced and pushed me to kind of wake up from, from being like spiritually, emotionally, like asleep. And it's been a really good, it's been, it's an, it's been a, an essential, an essential season for me. So looking forward to see what's next but anyways thanks everyone for listening to this power episode for tuning in and for hearing us and hopefully you enjoyed just story time with almost all a's podcast soon we're gonna have another guest i hope that you all can join in for that and continue with us as we continue this podcast into the new year we have a lot more to cover a lot more in store and hope you guys are along for the ride if you haven't already please follow us on almost all a dot pod on instagram and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on right now we hope to hear from you soon bye 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 happy new year